0: You're listening to a sermon from the series, Born This Day, an FFC Christmas series in Luke Chapter 2. For more information and sermons, visit our website at firstfamily.church. It's more than just a day, and surely more than a holiday. But why? What sets Christmas Day apart? The beauty of Christmas Day lies not in what we do or how we do it not in what we give or how we give it. In fact, its uniqueness does not rest in anything related to us. Christmas Day is precisely Christ's day, the day we celebrate the one who was born to us in the city of David. And who was born that day? No doubt a baby, for sure a Savior. Thankfully, the long-awaited one the promised Christ, Jesus the Lord. Well, they quoted a verse from Luke chapter 2, and we're in that chapter all month long in our Christmas series called Born This Day, and today I get to team up with uh, our children's ministries, not only in that simple song there, but in a few minutes, the older oh, elementary kids will kind of present a musical. And so for the last few years, I've been kind of laying groundwork for that in about a 10 to 12 minute quick devotional. So I've enjoyed this this once a year to kind of team up with these guys as they're going to kind of visually and in a lively way kind of present to you Christmas truth. I want to take a few minutes and kind of give you some, some frames or lenses by which to see what you're about to see. Is that all right? And we're drawing, of course, our text from Luke chapter two, in which we're told that Born in the city of David on this day was Christ, our Savior. He's the Lord. It's called a baby. He's named Jesus. And we're looking at each of these different angles at a different week in December. Today we're looking at what it means for Jesus to be born as a baby. So they're just going to kind of present to you a musical called All About That Baby. And so you'll notice in Luke chapter 2 that phrase, that word is mentioned twice. I'll show you the verses behind me. For those who don't have a Bible, if you have one, you want to look it up. It's uh, Luke chapter 2, about verse 12. You'll notice that it says here that this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby. And, of course, the angels had just said that really it's Christ the Lord who's our Savior, who's born this day, but he's born as a baby. And that's the sign that it's the Lord because you'll go, you'll find him in swaddling cloths. He'll be in a feeding trough this baby wrapped in these cloths in this feeding trough is actually our Savior, Jesus Christ the Lord. In verse 16, you find the same type of phrase. that says the shepherds, they went there and they found Mary, Joseph, and the baby. Now when you read those, I'm sure you're like most good Christmas Season people are like, of course, it's a baby. We should sing about the baby. We should celebrate the baby. That's what it's all about. But have you ever asked yourself an obvious question? Why a baby? Like, like, couldn't God have waved his his almighty heavenly hand and just declared certain things to be true? Couldn't He? He's God after all, right? Sure, He could have. Couldn't He have just voiced it? I mean, why go to all the trouble? Of a virgin being pregnant and going to a town and registering in crowds and being in a stable and a feeding trough and a birth. And like, man, it's a lot of work when, I mean, couldn't God have just found an easier way? Why a baby? Why the incarnation? Well, here's the, the, the real simple, basic answer because a body was necessary. And maybe you're saying, okay, so a body was necessary. Why couldn't he just have said, well, we'll just send down someone who's an adult. We'll just send down a 21-year-old and, and we'll just kind of handle it that way. Well, we'll just wait till he's 33 and we'll send him down then. Why a baby? Because he needs a body. Well, then why a body for so many years? Can I just explain to you briefly why Jesus came as a baby and why a body was necessary? Okay, Because you're going to see in a few minutes that it's all about that baby. They're going to sing to you and act for you. I want you to have some deeper understanding about why it was important that a baby come in an actual body. All right, I think Hebrews lets us in on a a, a few more things about this baby born in Bethlehem. In a few verses in Hebrews 2, notice what he says here about the birth of Jesus, the body of Jesus, the life of Jesus, the purpose of Jesus. Let me read these verses. They'll be on the screen behind me again. But the Bible says this in Hebrews about Jesus Christ. Since therefore the children share in the flesh and blood. He's speaking here of of Abraham's ascendants textually. By application, those who have come to faith in Christ, I think, would also be in this group of children. But he's speaking here of those who are believers. He says, since we share in flesh and blood, since we have a humanity aspect about us, he, speaking of Christ himself, likewise partook of the same things being flesh and blood. Why? That through death, he might destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the, the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. So it was the purpose of Christ to free his people from the slavery of sin by his death on the cross. And watch this. To die on the cross physically, you need a what? Body. So, it's necessary for Christ to be the substitute and the sacrifice that He have a body to actually sacrifice. Verse 17 says that, um, well, verse 16 says it's not the angels that He helps. In other words, it's us, His creation, these, these ones who are, are, are like Him in this way, hum- humanity. He helps the offspring of Abraham. Therefore, He had to be made like His brothers in every respect. Notice the phrase, in every respect. So, from start to finish, It was necessary for Jesus to be fully human, while at the same time fully God, so that he could, as the verse concludes, become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation, or the word there means satisfactory sacrifice, for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted." In a real simple classroom-like way, I'll just tell you what the two reasons are that, that would help us understand why he had to come as a baby and why a body was necessary. All right? First of all, in order for him to experience suffering, he needed a body. And watch this, church. Listen very carefully. Not just suffering for a moment here or, or as an adult there, but the, the entire gamut of life in every respect, Hebrew says. And so God sent the second person of the Trinity as a baby to understand in every single way what it was like to be fully human. And so from from birth to 33, Jesus went through every single thing and understands what it means to be fully human in every respect. Hebrews 4 gives us some more insight into this. Look at this verse here. I'll just kind of go to the middle here. You can follow along. We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. We have one who, in every respect, has been tempted as we are. Do you see that? And so, because Christ came as a baby in a body, everything you've gone through and will go through, Christ understands. He knows what it's like to be fully human. That's why he came as a baby in a body to identify with what it's like to be a man, to experience our suffering, our pain. And yet he did it without sin. Hallelujah. Here's a second reason that that he came as a baby in a body. To be able to offer the sacrifice of himself as our high priest, the Lamb of God. And this is referenced in Hebrews 2, of course, when it says that he has made a sacrifice to God, a satisfactory substitutionary sacrifice to God for the sins of the people. Here's what's so neat about Jesus, what's so unique about him. Prior to Jesus, every other high priest offered something else. No high priest offered himself. Because though he was fully human, that's all he was. Completely fully human. But when Jesus came, because he was born of a virgin, he was God in the flesh, Emmanuel, he not only understood what it meant to be fully human in every aspect, from baby to to that age of 33 at crucifixion, but he also was fully God. And so when it came time to offer a sacrifice to pay for our sins, he did not look elsewhere. He was the sacrifice. And so that baby that grew up and ministered perfectly, holily, became the substitution for our sins. Which is why John, when he saw Christ... He said, Behold the Lamb of God which takes away the sin of the world. And every Jew heard that would know, Wow, we're not looking for a a Savior to get a Lamb. We're we're seeing a Savior who is the Lamb. How beautiful a picture is it that Jesus Christ came as a baby in a body in order to give His body as a sacrifice for your sins. You see, guys, this is essentially the the vehicle, we might say, the, the, the mechanism by which Christ identified with us and satisfied God's wrath. Both were necessary. Listen, church. Both humanity is necessary, identifying with man's need, and deity is necessary, satisfying God's wrath. And only in Jesus Christ have both occurred, the one who's fully God and fully man. So now, all who believe can be saved. Hallelujah. We don't have to be in our sins. We can be delivered and rescued, as they say in, here in Hebrews and in, in Luke. Now, let me just give you the big $10 word for this, all right? The seminary word, the word that we talk about at Christmas sometimes, and it's really the heartbeat of this season, but I want to make sure it's in, in your windshield. It's the word incarnation. Can you say it with me? Incarnation. It's the doctrine of incarnation. It's God becoming flesh. Matthew 1 talks about the name Emmanuel being given to Jesus. But it means God with us. And so God sent himself in the second person of the Trinity as one of us, fully human, fully divine, to pay for our sins, to die for us. And you may say, well, Todd, that's nice. That's why he was a baby in a body. So that in every respect, he could be fully human, And fully divine. But but what does that mean? I mean, I'm just waiting for the musical. Can we get to that, please? Here's what the doctrine of incarnation means in 2016 for you. At least, at least it means this. Daily presentation. All right? You see, because, because Jesus gave his body to God in death, you now can give your body to God in life. In fact, let me just be this bold and say to you, God's not looking you to give your life for him in death on a cross. Jesus already did. He paid the price once and for all. What God wants from you now is to give your body to him in life. This is why I think one of the most missed, uh, maybe I say missed Christmas verses is Romans 12:1. Look at this verse. Here's Romans 12:1. Where Paul says, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God. What is the mercies of God? In one sense, you could say it's Christmas. It's God looking down on the sinful state of man. And in great mercy and with awesome grace, initiating and moving our behalf to send himself, the second person of the Trinity, the long-awaited Christ in human flesh named Jesus, to take our place, live and die for us. Isn't God Beautifully merciful and gracious. So in light of those mercies, what does he then say? You present your bodies as a what kind of sacrifice? Say it, church. Yeah, so if I can just be this transparent. God doesn't need you to die for him, okay? Your sin has been atoned by one who has already died, who had a body, who sacrificed it as God and as man, and has paid the price of sin forever. He actually now wants you to live for him. So, the incarnation that resulted in the crucifixion should result in our daily presentation of our bodies to God. Here's what we're saying in kind of a nutshell. In fact, would you read this with me? If you're a guest or a grandparent or a visitor, we do this a lot. We kind of sum things up around here in simple ways. Here's kind of what we're saying today, and then I'll be done, and we'll get on to the the musical, okay? But read this with me. Jesus was born as a baby so that he would have a body by which he could both be son of man and lamb of God, both our high priest and the acceptable sacrifice. And because Jesus gave his body to God in death, we can give our bodies to God in life. So this morning, as you watch a simple, lively, musical that's all about a baby. I hope that every time you see a reference to the baby, that you hear a reference to the baby, that you watch the lambs speaking in a little sheepish language, that you watch the wise men, Mary and Joseph, whatever scene, when you realize, oh, it's all coming back to the baby, I hope you realize that the, the baby aspect isn't just some neat nostalgic aspect of a story. It was actually necessary for him to know in every way what it's like to be human. And because babies need bodies, Jesus was born as one exactly that way so he could live and then give that body as a sacrifice. And may that move you and may that move me to giving our bodies now in life to God, living for his glory every single day. I trust that'll be kind of in your framework and in, in your lens as you watch all about that baby. Can I pray for us? Lord Jesus, thank you for the opportunity to come together as a church and as a spiritual family to invite other guests in and, and relatives and our community just to kind of watch uh, somewhat of a depiction of the Christmas story. A little bit of poetic license here, sure. But Lord, it's a, it's a tremendously uh, good way to ingrain truth into people, not just those who are participating, our children but to those who are watching, thank you for the chance to worship you in this way, where I'm always honored to team up with our children's ministry, to kind of give the message in this way on this certain Sunday. And I pray that as we now watch and listen, we laugh, and that every time we see and hear and that it's all about that baby, we'll know that it, it's because that baby needed a body, And the sacrifice in the body, all of that was sovereignly, historically, prophetically planned by you as the way to redeem mankind. Thank you for delivering us from our sins through the historical, evidential, verifiable life and death of Jesus Christ. And that we can celebrate every year his birth as a baby. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.